0: Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the New Revised Standard Version Bible, and our reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we finish our series, Gifts of Christmas, we come to the beginning of Christ's earthly ministry with his baptism. And with that, we talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit. I'll be honest, I had some different ways I was thinking about this, but the events of this week made me really focus in on something that the Spirit gives us and that we can give in the Spirit. There are many ways to talk about the Holy Spirit. We talk about a spirit of power. We talk about a spirit of grace. We talk about a spirit that gives guidance. The other thing that we have is the spirit of truth. I don't think we can ignore that. This week I saw something I never would have expected to see. And it was people storming the United States Capitol building, a hallmark of American freedoms, including freedom of religion. And it was stormed by people convinced that a lie was truth. What we saw this week was the power of a lie, the power of dishonesty, the power of deception. Satan is called the father of lies for a reason. You can see the power that they hold over people because sometimes a convenient lie feels better than a difficult truth. I feel that I need to say that I don't see this in a partisan manner. I don't say this with deference to one candidate over another. I say it because of the fact that the truth helps us to maintain the freedoms that we share. The truth helps us to maintain our ability to worship freely. The truth is what leads us to Christ. The truth is what helps us to keep our faith in difficult times. So in assault on the truth, is an assault on the Holy Spirit. It's an assault on Christ. It's an assault on God, no matter who it's coming from. Blatant dishonesty has no place at all. In our reading for today we see the holy spirit as a gift being received we see the holy spirit descend like a dove and we have the voice saying you are my son the beloved with you i am well pleased before that we have john talking about how he baptizes with water the one coming after him will baptize with the holy spirit that he is the real deal i'm just here to point you to him, But in an interesting way, John's truthfulness about who he is and what he's waiting on, his adherence to the idea that he was simply a signpost, helps to make him part of that process and part of the event. John is the one who baptizes Christ and helps to set his ministry in motion because he was there and he was pointing the way. And sometimes we need somebody to point us to the way, to the truth. Somebody that will stand up and yell it. Now one thing that we can note is that the Spirit is not a gift that is meant to be hoarded or just hidden away. The Spirit is a gift that is given to be given. It is a truth that is given that we may have truth and may speak truth. It is a gift that is given so that we may have peace and we may give peace. It is a gift that is given so that we may have hope and we may give hope. But it also means that it's a gift given so that we can defend hope and peace and truth. Because the problem is is that if we won't stand up for the truth, we can't stand up for the Spirit. Because we're saying that we would rather have a lie than the truth, that we would rather follow dishonesty than reality, even when it's not what we want. This isn't the message I planned on giving today. The problem is that I had to say something because I can't ignore something this big happening. Because to me, if I ignore it, it would be telling you that it doesn't matter. None of us can ignore this. Because if we ignore it, then we are saying it doesn't matter. But it does. An attack... On our freedom is an attack on our freedom. We maintain our freedoms through a system that allows us to have a voice, that allows us to have a say, that allows us to have debate, that allows us to speak up about anything. It is not a system without consequences, though. Some of those consequences come from elections. Sometimes the people we support win, and sometimes they lose. And we are bound by a system that honors our choices and protects our freedoms. Now, we have our responsibilities as followers of Christ to always seek the truth and always look for freedom. The truth makes us stronger in Christ. The truth binds us to God. The truth is a gift of the Holy Spirit. I never want to deny that gift by thinking that it's better to lie to people than to tell them the truth. Because sometimes people are so desperate to believe a lie that they will take it without question. And it can do a lot of damage. In our nation's capital... People became violent over a lie about the election because of a lie. Lives were lost this week. People died because of dishonesty. It's a hard thing to take in. But in it all, I'm reminded of the purpose of baptism. We have John baptizing with water for repentance, for the forgiveness of sins. He is baptizing with water as a symbolic gesture that you are turning your life around, that you are willing to repent, to turn away from what you did and what you believed in, and turn to God and to truth. When we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, it gives us that extra help that we need, that extra connection to God so that we can help discern the truth. The Spirit helps us to deal with the truth and understand it because it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to be what we want. It is, however, something we can work with. It is something that is real. When we accept that Spirit truly and fully, We accept that help in overcoming difficulty. We accept that help in getting hope when we're not sure where to find hope. Finding comfort in the face of adversity. But it also gives us the ability to give that gift when we share all of those attributes of the Spirit with others. We are sharing the Holy Spirit with them. I'm reminded of that call to repent that it's never too late to turn around and say it's time to do good. Because that door is always open. And we are always called to speak truth, to invite others to the truth. Because that door is always open. And so as we think about this final Message As we end our Christmas series, I am reminded that Christ's birth into this world was frightening because it was a truth others didn't want to believe. But just because others didn't want to hear it didn't make it any less true. Just because people in power were desperate to keep power and would do anything to get rid of this newborn child doesn't take away the truth of his birth. And that as we see this child grow to be a man, to be baptized in the River Jordan, the Holy Spirit descending like a dove, we can recall all the things that would have been hard to overcome, all the challenges that were faced. We know that Christ was strengthened by having the truth always with him. And we find that in the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let it be a gift that we receive so that the truth may strengthen us. Let it be a gift that we give that we may strengthen others. May we strengthen and guide with the truth that God gives us. The truth that we find in Jesus Christ our Savior that with it may we always, even in dark hours, find hope that with Christ we may always find love and that together we may always find a way forward in peace, love, and truth. Amen.